Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Steve Reeve Podcast with the best moments from the past week and a few things that didn't make it there. Powered by Coldwell Banker Ford McMurray. We love YMM. Monday. If you were there, you know, flirting with fire. The, uh, the calendar launch party for the Fort McMurray Firefighters Charities Association 2023 calendar, which is actually a 14-month calendar. So it kicks off November of this year, and that would be my month. I got to see it finally at the event this weekend. Uh, what, what a wild time. Uh, even having actual people wanting me to sign it alongside the real firefighters, the real heroes that are inside of it, uh, the calendar, that is, and it, all in support of five different local charities, it was amazing. It was such a good time. Uh, and people were just fired up right from the beginning. No pun intended on that one. Uh, right from go. I knew that my job was going to be easy hosting the event because we had the firefighters and we we're auctioning shirts off and people were feeling a little bit, a uh, little bit excited. Shall we say Randy time to be had? Uh, great cause though. Uh, tickets were, uh, I think almost sold out. It was a jam packed house. So many memories. Some photos are coming out and, uh, Maybe maybe the videos shouldn't be coming out because, I don't know, I don't know, you don't want to be caught by your boss this morning checking up on face business and seeing some firefighters taking their shirts off in steamy, steamy ways. But if you want to see those photos in said calendar, then grab yourself one. As soon as they are available for sale, we're going to let you know. I think they just have to flick through, count the stock that's left after the big event. There should be a lot because it's all, again, for a great, great cause. Thank you to everybody who's supported so far, and it was amazing to be a part of the experience for this year. A long time coming, half a year in the works, an idea that's been talked about for a couple of years now finally came to fruition, and the calendar is glorious. I've noticed some other people made some complaints online um, in the same vein that my brain kind of works. There's too much eggnog available right now. There's just too much eggnog available. Uh, I realize. I think it comes out for Thanksgiving, and that might be even a tradition that some people have, to have the eggnog. But it's just too early, all right? So I want to start a campaign, a rallying cry. Say no to the nog, at least for now. At least for now. But uh, asterisk, disclaimer, added postscript, uh, say no to the nog unless you want some. You know, uh, in which case, go ahead. I'm not the boss of you. You can buy what you want. It would be weird of me to actually try to influence your spending habits and beverage preferences because of my projected wants, desires, or psychological hang-ups about the passage of time and the earlier and earlier we celebrate the holidays. Don't worry about what I'm saying or what anybody's saying. Hey, if the nog's available, reach it under the shelf, grab it, enjoy it. Uh, I wouldn't recommend trying to keep it until the actual holiday season truly begins. So, you know, might as well dive into it if it's there, right? Funny. Funny that the Halloween stuff starts getting moved out of the aisles as early as this week. We were just talking about say no to the nog. Ryan jumping on to the conversation saying no nog till November. Asterix, disclaimer, unless you want some, in which case you, you do whatever you want, right? But uh, yeah, the Halloween stuff does start getting slid out of the way as early as this week, middle of October. But, but, funny that the Halloween candy doesn't go on sale until November 1st. Curious, curious. You want a conspiracy theory? 
I think they know what date we actually give the candy out, what day we actually celebrate Halloween, right? The big collective scary spooky they. I've managed to hold out on the Halloween candy so far, only because I know deep in my soul that I would just be replacing everything I ate so far the week of Halloween anyways. If your house has teenagers, you might need to stock up three, four times. It's unbelievable. But don't forget, it does get discounted November 1st. You're listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. The Beatles in the news because of a brand new music video. Not the most common occurrence for them to be releasing new footage, but the animated video for Taxman is actually an announcement. They are going to be releasing the Beatles' expanded special edition reissue of Revolver from 1966 a little bit later on in October. And this is just to let you know that by October 28th, it's going to be on shelves or maybe on the way to you in the mail. Depends. So the pre-orders, of course, are always available for everything. Weezer, as well, in the news, uh, responding with a stunt to a stunt that Billboard put up. uh, Well, uh, to a Billboard that was put up, rather. In the Salt Lake City Tribune, there was a story about a social media influencer individual named Corey Wynn, who owns a clothing store. And uh, they were huge fans of Weezer. They wanted to pay homage to the band. And so they bought up a, uh, a Billboard for a little while and said, thanks. Now, another billboard purchased right nearby by Weezer themselves says, thanks to whoever bought the billboard down the road. (laughs) As simple as that. Hey, you got to give thanks back when people show you appreciation, right? And speaking of, Matt Skiba to milk this Blink-182 return to the original trilogy for all it's worth is announcing that he is truly happy for the reunion with Tom DeLonge. Previously, Tom had said a huge thank you to keeping the band alive, uh, you know, metaphorically, while he was not able to be a part of it. But the return has heralded a whole new tour, new album, new single. And Matt Skiba says he is truly happy that the guys, uh, as a band, are together again and are together again as a family. Ask Reddit a question that caught my eye and has been making me laugh through the weekend. It says, World... What pisses you off about Canada? And while admittedly a great number of the responses are Canadians sounding off about this, that, and the other thing, there are a lot of great answers from around the world. It's so good. I mean, one that's come up is uh, our beady little eyes and our flapping heads so full of lies. I get it. Yeah, the South Park thing. It's been a while since that movie came out, all right? Another one that comes up quite a bit here, uh, Toronto sports fans, uh, and doesn't seem to matter which sport. <laughs> doesn't there no? There's no zeroing in on NHL, NBA, or whatever. They just say no. Toronto sports fans, no, thank you. You can keep them. You can keep them. Um, some people complaining that uh, our poutines make them fat. Some people are claiming that we're too far away from them. I, I mean, you can move. You can come a little closer. Some people saying that we've got the monopoly on the best maple syrup. Well, okay, kind of. We even have, we're a made-up country. We even have maple syrup heists to the tune of, like, several million dollars every once in a while. Also, they're upset that moose can swim. And speaking of our great Canadian shield, there's one in particular, one species that I think has unified everybody in the comment section of this subreddit, and that would be the Canada Gooses. And the fact that they don't always stay in Canada, right? They do migrate down into the States and they got to deal with them for a while. But you know what? You got a problem with Canada Gooses? You got a problem with me? And I suggest that I thought wouldn't marinate. Tuesday. Are we getting more raccoons in Alberta? No, I don't mean like the raccoons like... Run with us. We are free. 
But they are free. Raccoons are free. It's not what I meant, though. I mean, uh, there's been several articles through the year that I've noticed about more raccoons in our province. And the most recent one that I've seen comes from somebody who's setting up trail cameras near Grand Prairie and seeing for the first time, in addition to, you know, the lynx and the moose and the wolves and everybody else who's coming to say hi on the trail cam, now a raccoon just been showing up. They are coming. I'm just here to tell you, more raccoons are going to be in Alberta. Yes, please. They are just too adorable to care about the absolute chaos that follows them. <laughs> now, it's not like the, you know, the questionable rat-free status of Alberta. We do have raccoons. We've had raccoons. Just not like a ton of them. And they don't usually habitate too far north. But sightings as far north as us in Grand Prairie now on the rise, it seems, through 2022. And despite those little bandits possessing the devil's mischief, I can't help but smile about that. And I know that I should probably keep it to myself, but I'm going to give my girlfriend a huge, huge smile later on when I tell her about that. Well, there wasn't a raccoon king in our alley until I went out there and picked my favorite one. <laughs> His name's Little King Trashmouth. If you are a fan of Oasis, apparently you, you gotta stop buying stuff from them. <laughs> stop listening and ordering all of the records because Noel Gallagher is saying that there is absolutely no point in Oasis reforming because he says that they sell as many records now as when they were actually putting out the music while together. <laughs> so why would they? And of course, I think there's more to it than that. And uh, yeah, they do manage to keep uh, agreeing on the dotted line, at least when it comes to new compilation releases and everything like that. So I don't know. It, it does stand to reason that, yeah, why would they put in the effort of actually being in the same room together as brothers again when the royalty checks do just keep coming in? Now, speaking of uh, buying things online, Mark Hoppus actually has gone on the Internet to say, hey, I'm with you on the uh, the difficulty of the Blink-182 tickets. Now, defending the high prices, saying that this dynamic pricing situation, we saw Bruce Springsteen not that long ago dealing with huge, huge, huge ticket prices and people questioning why. Uh, apparently, this dynamic thing is meant to deter uh, scalpers, really. And that entire thing from happening, allowing more fans to be able to afford tickets in the long run. But he does say, that he tried to buy two tickets to two different shows on the Blink-182 tour, and Mark Hoppus was denied in both cases, with the carts crashing and the tickets being gone by the time he actually got things back together. So he does say, I'm with you on the frustration about trying to get tickets. What's my age again? The age where I have to decide between rent and going to see Blink-182 again. Wednesday. Do you have phonesia? Phonesia. Sometimes referred to as digital amnesia, but really, it only ever happens to me on my phone. But opening your phone to look and at something, to find some information, to do a thing, only to completely forget as soon as you look at the screen, is the new walking into a room and forgetting what you were doing there. <laughs> Just recently, very recently, my significant other gave the textbook example of this. Right out of out of the textbook, she's saying that she was starving in the evening and in need of ordering food. No way we were going to make something that night had to be ordered, but needed to be taken care of right now because there was desperation in her voice. She hushed me. Hush, hush, hush. Shush, shush, shush. Because it has to take place right now. Told me not even to move and for nothing more to be said or done until the order was placed. And as she unlocked her phone and lifted the screen into view immediately drops it back into her lap and goes, Oh my God, did I tell you about blank? Immediately. I cannot describe to you how fast the phonesia hit. Vivid example of what we're up against. 
time for some music news headlines at quarter to eight right now. And, uh, well, no, we're not talking about the Blink-182 headlined When We Were Young Festival 2023. The version for this year has announced the actual lineup, the set times for the first weekend. Now, originally it was just going to be the one date on the 22nd. Now it's the 22nd and 23rd. And after a while at the Las Vegas Festival Grounds, after selling out once again, they added a third date for the 29th. But, uh, you know, mostly the same acts across the two kind of separate weekends, kind of becoming like a Coachella thing, but all about the stuff that you used to listen to. And so uh, the big Paramore headline festival for this year has uh, finally released the details for for anybody going, you could actually plan out your visit to the different stages. Now, we'll have to wait another year before we actually see when Blink-182 is going to be on stage for When We Were Young 2023. Rod Stewart's in the news because of a very generous thing. Uh, he says that words couldn't describe what we were watching, talking about uh, the newsreels about the devastation in Ukraine, which continues for months and months now. And uh, he said that uh, he couldn't do uh, any more watching without doing as well and has pledged to rent a home for a family of seven Ukrainian refugees, joining the likes of a lot of other people with some money to mobilize to help out with the situation, even for just individuals. It still makes a difference. Hey, Alexa, play the Steve Reeve podcast. Ever sold anything for an amount of money that you shocked you? You know, like something that is just a little piece of whatever you don't need anymore. Put it up for sale all of a sudden. Whoa, okay. Actually, some interest there. The original iPhone back from 2007 could do like nothing compared to what it was able to do today. No app store back in the day. It had 16 pre-installed apps and that was it. You use those and then you actually used it as a phone occasionally and that was the iPhone, right? And it cost at the time $599 American. Well, a pristine still in the box sealed first generation iPhone in perfect of course condition because it has never been opened. The inside air has never been mixed with the outside air. Um, it sold on auction for almost $40,000 American. Unbelievable. So as much as I doubt you have a pristine never opened before iPhone that you've got available. If you do, that's a payday right there. And you know what? I actually have my original iPhone three, the very first one that had the little terrible camera on it. I think eventually you could actually get the app store on that one. Um, and I, it's not in great condition. I absolutely beat the tar out of it, but uh, it is still available. I have it somewhere in my house and I can dig it up. And you know what? Because it's not in f perfect condition, flawless, pristine mint. I can lower the price a little bit, all right? So I'll cut it in half, in fact. Feeling generous, we'll do that for just $20,000, okay? All right? First come, first served. I think it's a steal. As in, I'm stealing your money because that's a nostalgia brick at this point. It doesn't even work anymore. Thursday. Six out of ten people habitually hitting the snooze button every morning. Uh, you might need to a little bit extra this morning if you've got the window open. <coughs> And that makes me more lethargic for sure. It makes me more tired in the morning. But you know what? I am the person to hit the snooze button in the morning, but it way more now that it's dark all morning as well, right? When the alarm hits in the summer and the sun is already making things bright and warm, it's easy. It's so easy to get up and greet the day. But there are some intense solutions for when it's not so easy. The alarm clock that makes your coffee for you before singing the song of its people. I mean, that's just really more helpful than anything. It's like, hey, I'm going to get on your nerves. I'm going to do something you don't want. 
but there's coffee and it smells good. Uh, some alarms have a piece that will like launch across the room and then the alarm stays loud until you reunite the two pieces, forcing you to get out of bed. Uh, there's, uh, there's all kinds of apps. There's apps that recognize that your phone is being jostled and shaken and that's what's, you know, getting you out of bed. It recognizes that you've, you've, you've taken the leap. Whereas you could really just be in bed and just shaking your phone to uh, to make it happy. There's another one, though, I just found out about where you can actually set it for a custom photo. So you take a photo of a spot in your house, and then the alarm sounds in the morning, and it will not stop sounding until you point the camera at that predetermined place like your bathroom sink. Intense, but actually quite helpful. I'm looking into this. Iggy Pop signing a new deal, a new record deal, specifically with Gold Tooth Records, and actually confirming a brand new single at the same time as the news has hit. So apparently, we can all wait uh, with bated breath for Frenzy, the first single from a new album, which has yet to be revealed with title and a date, but the single itself released on October 28th and already ready to pre-save onto your various devices. Even got some, uh, you know, uh, concept album art and everything ready to go with, uh, you know, Atlantic Records now uh, you know the umbrella on top of everything meanwhile it looks like there's going to be a couple of songs performed by marcus mumford and ben lovett uh, live in the usa uh, they're going to play i will wait and ditmus at the midland theater at kansas city uh, for the very first time by the way and uh, we've also got big news taking over the charts about uh, taylor swift and her brand new album coming out tomorrow which is not something you're going to hear too much of on our radio waves but the entire feed of any music news outlet is all taylor swift all the time right now you're listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. Ogo Pogo or Ogo No Go? Uh, yeah, it's, that's a stretch of a joke, but uh, that we're talking about the mighty monster of the Kelowna area. And uh, is it real? Is it not? I mean, this comes right off of the heels of the photograph, the famous photograph of Loch Ness Monster from the early 1900s being debunked by somebody from Australia just saying, hey, you guys don't think that just looks like somebody's arm sticking out of the water and proving it with her very own arm looking identical to that famous cryptid monster. But uh, this one coming from a new video of a couple that were out on the water. They spotted something in the water. They decided, you know, let's circle back around. Let's take a closer look. It's not a fish. Doesn't look like a giant sturgeon. Is it a bird in the water? Is it something else? We are on the Okanagan, which means, <gasps> could it be the Ogopogo? Could it be? Uh, no. Um, it just kind of looks like some junk. <laughs> like maybe some wood or a little bit of uh, you know, uh, old, old garbage that has come from the bottom of the lake itself. I have uh, got my skeptic eyes on on this one. Hey, I love it if a good video, a good photo is convincing. This just convinces me that somebody left some junk around and it needs to be taken care of. That's about it. Friday. The NHL reverse retro logos have been revealed. Uh, yeah, they're looking pretty good. Uh, you know, some people are surprised. I think some some fans of certain franchises surprised at the picks that they made. I think that might be the case for the Oilers. They're bringing back some Todd McFarlane, uh, the uh, the really industrial oil drop with all the the, the cog and everything. Oh, looks so '90s, looks so cool. Uh, but I remember this being unveiled originally when I was growing up, and I remember people some. Hating it simply because it was new and different happens all the time. But they still bought it. <laughs> they still bought it. It was one of the most best-selling third jerseys uh, in NHL history, which is uh, kind of crazy. But now it's back, sort of. I mean, you know, it's available. I don't think you're going to see the teams wearing them anytime soon. But still, nobody, 
seems to remember that at one point it was new and they were afraid of it. <laughs> you know, glad it's being seen in a proper light. It's actually pretty badass. Time for some music news headlines. We've got two major ones to talk about. First one being new music featuring Gord Downey. Uh, the uh, posthumously released Luster Parfait is a single that just arrived just yesterday and uh, it was composed by Bob Rock featuring some lyrics as well as vocals from Gord Downey. And uh, who's Bob Rock? Well, the name might sound familiar, but you've definitely heard some of the work that he is uh, associated with. He is a legendary rock and roll producer, oftentimes associated with Metallica and even beyond that, the Metallica Black album and uh, he was working with uh, 10 years ago the front man of the tragically hip to put this uh, song together uh, this is the first song from a uh, mythologized collaboration with Gord Downey and there is more to come but first one single at a time here's a taste of what Luster Parfait sounds like by Gord Downey and Bob Rock Def Leppard also in the news along with Motley Crue because it looks like their stadium tour is going around the world. They've just announced a 2023 UK and Ireland tour and Def Leppard saying that they are beyond thrilled to be uh, able to start things off in Sheffield, the place where they say it started for us 45 years ago. More to come in the in the future, I guess. They're just never going to be done. Kind of like Kiss's farewell tour, kind of like Elton John's farewell tour. They're just going to keep adding dates forever. Thanks for listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. Following up from yesteryear's series of galactic horrors, NASA's put out some new movie posters, like fake retro-style movie posters about real things that are terrifying out there in space. Space, space. So previously they did spiders in the cosmic dark web, a gamma ray burst, which is actually probably the most scary thing that I can even think of, and even a dead galaxy. But now... Now, there's new photos. I mean, if you hadn't heard, there's a brand new telescope that's online for this year, and they've been able to study some crazy things. So now they've got a new trio, The Roasted Planet, all about Exoplanet HD 8060. It's got a number, letter, long designation. But the point is, it's close to a star. In fact, very, very close to a star, in which case, it's like roasting. It's cooking. It's a planet that... That scares me. Dark Energy as well, or Energia Oscura is uh, definitely a scary thing, but the scariest thing about it is that more than half of the energy in the known universe is made up of it, and we still have no idea what it is or how it works. That's kind of scary. And then finally, the Devoured by Gravity poster, all about a black hole. It's dinner time, and you're the meal. These are amazing. The artwork on these is just immaculate. Uh, And let me know. Go take a look. What is the scariest thing you could think of out there in the deep, dark recesses of space where no one can hear you scream unless they film it and put it in a movie? Joining me in studio to talk about a very big event that is coming one week from today on October 28th, talking about the Fort McMurray Chamber of Commerce Business Awards. Now I'm with Executive Director with the Chamber, uh, Diana D'Souza. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thank you for having me, Steve. It's our pleasure. Yeah. And uh, so I did not get to check out the celebration last year, but did hear about it after the fact. People uh, really were wowed at, uh, at what a show it is and a celebration of, of not just our businesses, but the people behind those businesses in town. No, indeed. And actually, 
it's it's a very important point for me to make. It's not your typical boring award ceremony where you get one award versus the other versus the other. Right, yeah. We are awarding 16 categories, but it's entertainment. We have local entertainers. We've got a house band. This year, because it's on the Halloween weekend, it's a Roaring Twenty team. Right, yes. Yeah, so so you can actually party. dress up as a flapper or a gangster, whatever yeah. takes your fancy. <laughs> or, or if you don't want to, you just come as you are. Pretty sure most people are probably going to just do the semi-formal part. <laughs> um, but great food. Come have your fill. Yeah, yeah, that's great. To make it fun and to celebrate uh, some of our different uh, businesses and the different categories, how much work goes into this? Actually, we've started this almost in January of this <laughs> right. year. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Starting with the conceptualizing, seeking sponsors. So, I mean, I need to say a big shout out to all of our sponsors for all of the categories, plus our presenting sponsors, which are MMP, ATB, and Musselflat Law. We solicited sponsors, but then we start out with the nominations. We got 183 nominations. <laughs> yeah, wow. We go through a vetting process, and then the adjudication committee then selects the final. Yeah. Then you announce, and there's people's choice. So it is a long, detailed right, process. Yeah. And so people's choice, That I mean, I, I'm not surprised if it has already, but that has closed now, right? That, that has, has been decided. Closed. Yeah. And actually, people's choice, they got over 2,000 entries. Entries, yeah. That's really cool. So yeah, I'm seeing just details on the event here. You know, there's going to be drinks appetizers, all kinds of things, and of course the ability to mingle and meet some people you might not Absolutely. have. Absolutely. And we're going to have one of those cool 360 photo booths as well. Oh, so that sounds really, really cool. Yeah, so make some memories and yeah, it's it's so important to get people in the same room together. I mean, I know yeah. last few years this not has been as easy, but uh, there's value in, in people metaphorically knocking their heads together mm-hmm. and ideas come from that and stuff for the whole community Absolutely. to get excited about comes from and that. It, it's a great networking opportunity and last year you saw it because people were so restricted with COVID. They were like, oh my God, we're so happy to be out. Yeah, yeah. So it's a great opportunity to come out with friends, see friends, celebrate business, yeah. but also be entertained. It's a great show and we get to celebrate a lot of local artists. I am still, every single event, I'm still feeling that feeling like it's so nice to be out and nice to be with people. One week from today, the Halloween weekend, so dress up if you like. Thank you so much, Diana, for coming by. Thank you for having me, Steve. Transmission over. One more Steve? New podcast episodes happen every Friday, or just tune into the Steve Reeve Show. Weekday mornings starting at 5.30 a.m. on 100.5 Cruise FM.